You're listening to Wait Your Scout with Anna Skipworth. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to episode 10. I cannot believe we're at episode 10 already. It feels like this year has gone very, very quickly actually. I can't believe it's May. Uh, yeah, so this week, or this episode, uh, we're talking to Paw Print Badges, also known as Charlotte and Jamie. Uh, we hear all about how Paw Print Badges started, how they met, which is an adorable story. Uh, I won't ruin it for you now, but it's very cute. Um, so how they met and where the business is now and how they're coping with the new normal at the moment. So uh, I'll stop rambling and let you listen. So hi, Charlotte and Jamie. Thanks so much for joining us on Wait Your Risk Out. Hello. Um, well, let's start with um, what you actually do and why we're talking. Um, poor print badges. How did how did that start? What's the story behind it? Oh, okay. Um, so it's so it's Charlotte here, obviously. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, so I ran a ranger unit, so in guiding, um, back in 2013. Um, and basically had this random idea. I was like, oh, all these young people, they were just kind of like falling off the cliff edge after guides. Um, so I was like, oh, I'm going to set up a ranger unit on a Friday night at half seven and it'll be completely fine. Um, and everyone said it wouldn't work. And I was like, it will just because I'm stubborn. <laughs> um, but we set up with no money. Um, so I kind of bribed the girls into creating a badge I was like we need to fundraise somehow mm. and I basically talked them all into joining because I wanted a trip to Harry Potter world and I was like yeah I'll organize this trip if you uh if you join and we'll raise some money and we'll go on this trip to Harry Potter world and go into railing and it'll be great um so we set up a challenge badge um so we created a teddy bears picnic badge with our mascot Rick And then over the next kind of three years, we did various versions of him dressed up as uh, an Easter egg and a pumpkin and with a Christmas hat on. Um, And he was massively popular with lots of young people um, Mm. because he's quite a cute looking little bear. Um, And we raised over £11,000 for the unit. So it it was amazing. Like we got our £1,000 for some camping equipment and... And then we went on the interrailing trip and we went to Harry Potter World and we took part in this big international event in Copenhagen, which was great. Um, But then I met Jamie um, on the way to the World Scout Jamboree. Oh, (laughs) yeah. We met in the scout shop at Gilwell Park looking at badges. Um, (laughs) So cheesy. You you kind of couldn't write it. Um, And yeah, so we met and then I decided to relocate. So the unit closed um but we still wanted to help more young people um and so we set up paw print and now a percentage of the money goes into the paw print trust and we provide grants for young people in scouting and guiding to help them access similar kinds of adventures oh that's amazing um and actually i suppose having both that scouting and guiding sort of combination must help with like the inspiration for your badges yeah, I think when we first started, so I'd, I'd been in guiding forever, um, like since I was a rainbow. And so it was kind of like very focused around like cute and like, you know, Rick Bear was very cute and we dressed him up and lots of rainbow and brownie units were like, when's the next Rick Bear coming out? <laughs> um, which we still get a lot of now, but there's lots of beavers and cubs that are also big Rick Bear fans. Um and then I kind of, I met Jamie and I think the next one that we kind of brought out then was like St. George's Day. Yeah, I think so. 
something like that, wasn't it? Which is your favourite badge? Absolutely, it's a dragon. I mean, <laughs> who doesn't love a dragon? Absolutely, and now we've got three colours of him, so it's great. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> so yeah, but it's kind of been a bit of a whirlwind, I guess. Like we started off with five badges, so we launched, we relaunched the original Rick Bears, and then we added in another one. So we did like a seasons collection, um, okay. and now the collection is all kinds of different things so every month we add new badges and um, we've just released like 13 badges in one month which just feels wow. like mental yeah um, <laughs> mainly because I like a collection so we did like a sports collection which was five badges so they all came out at the same time um but yeah so we've kind of broadened it in all different directions now so we've got superheroes and spies and astronauts and all kinds of celebrations from Halloween to Easter and St George's Day and all kinds of other things. Brilliant and so just going back to that do you um so I've looked at a few of the badges and I admit I was a bit overwhelmed with how many there were so oh my god there's loads like you could be here for hours going through some of the program ideas but um so they cross over really well with like the actual badge work that scouts and guides could do. Yeah I mean we, we... It's kind of what we try and do. So really Charlotte and Charlotte's mum are the, the key people that, that look after all the activity side of things. Really, I'm just behind the scenes doing all the numbers stuff and making sure that we actually still can put food on the table, that sort of thing. Um, but actually Charlotte and Charlotte's mum look at everything that they can do in terms of activity, see if it'll link in with lots of other things. So certainly within kind of guiding and scouting um, to see if there's that kind of badge link available. Um, yeah. Just so that, you know, certainly from a leader point of view, they've got so many more options rather than just going back and doing the same things that they've always done, because mm-hmm. those are the things that they know rather than things that, you know, they could know. Yeah. And a lot of it's tried and tested. So we might like adapt a sa- the same activity for different themes. So like my go to example is there is I feel like fruit kebabs are in like four different challenge packs because they're just so adaptable. And it's a great activity, yeah. particularly for younger groups to like learn knife skills and stuff. Um, yeah. So we kind of adapt activities to different themes. But we always just try and think a bit sort of off the wall. So like the octopus challenge. Did you know octopus are deaf? So there are deaf awareness challenges in that challenge pack as well. It's not just about like Uh, eight legs and under the sea. Um, (laughs) But in terms of like searching it, we've just launched a new website, which is quite exciting. Um, And you can now search all the activities. So the activities are all in a database and you can search them by what equipment you've got. So as a leader, if you've got like loads of string, you can put string in the search and it'll bring up all the activities that use that equipment. Oh, that's brilliant. That makes it a bit easier. <laughs> yeah, because the amount of times you buy something for an activity, you think you're going to use hundreds of bits of it. And you're like, oh, what do I do with the leftovers? I don't want to do the same thing again because these kids have done it before. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm like definitely going to be uh, hitting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that time Jamie's Explorers did uh, pasta castles. <laughs> and he literally had like 20 kilos of pasta. I know, yeah. That's wow. a, lot, a lot of camps to get through that pasta, that was for sure. I can imagine. I mean, that's one of those things that, about now you're like I really wish we had all that pasta but uh... (laughs) (laughs) so obviously paw print badges is a massive part of your lives but what do you do when you're not doing paw print badges or your scouting and guiding stuff what do you like to get up to 
Um, well, at the minute, absolutely nothing. <laughs> so, um, well, I mean, yeah. ideal world. Uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ideal world. So, I mean, really, we, we try and get out and about as much as we can. So, like, we obviously like going out on walks and doing all that sort of hikingy stuff, obviously, with the, the, the new puppy that we have. Um, so, he's just about one year old now. So, oh. so, so that's good. Um, but with Charlotte expecting our first child um, in the next few weeks few months oh, I few did months. say congratulations I did see on Twitter I to say <laughs> yeah. congratulations to you both <laughs> um yeah and obviously with with the current lockdown situation we haven't really had the opportunity to go and do kind of more strenuous activity I guess um but really we're, we're kind of boring we, we like to do jigsaws we show on well Charlotte sews a camp blanket quite a lot and mine as well because I'm useless um yeah we don't we don't really do much else. <laughs> I know we're quite, it sounds awful, but we're like, and I don't want to generalise, but we're like quite stereotypical scouty guidey people. Like, <laughs> we like being outdoors, we like going walking and camping. And then when we're not doing that, it's like reading and crafting mm-hmm. and kind of, yeah, typical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're quite wholesome things to do. It's that balance, isn't it? Of like doing those things outdoors, but also doing those things inside for you guys as well. And I'm quite jealous of someone who's actually like, on it with the badge blanket stuff i'm i'm one of the people that normally just sends it all to my mum to be like mum can oh, you sew all on for me no let's definitely set that record straight okay so it has taken a national pandemic like a global pandemic and a national <laughs> lockdown to get me up to date so i have literally just finished sewing on my 2015 badges from the jamboree and i'm now pleased to say i'm on 2019 badges but i still have all of jamie's badges to go so yeah so let's not pretend that i am like super organized and up to date <laughs> well i mean you know if it's ta- if it's taken this at least you'll get super up to date with them and be like oh i've i've got an excuse to buy more badges now because you've yes, got and another all. like 5 years of laziness to wait yeah. to sew them on again <laughs> Oh, so um, you guys have been on lots of international experiences and that must be such a big part of it. Is that what gave you the inspiration for the Paw Print Trust? Um, yeah, definitely. I think, you know, I've, I've been on loads. Charlotte's been on loads, certainly in the last, well, not in the last three years, but before that we were doing one, two or sometimes three international trips each year, whether it was with district or our groups or county. Um and it was always such a challenge to try and fundraise, whether it was for us as leaders or, or for the young people. Certainly being a younger adult leader, yeah. you, know, you don't tend to have a job that will allow you to be able to fundraise that much. So for us, it was just an opportunity really to, to help anybody that, that we could to, to help with that fundraising. Yeah, I think we always go back to, don't we? We're, we both come from, you know, we are quite fortunate and we do have parents and families that support us with with that fundraising and units that were able to support us. So, you know, we've backpacked in Tesco on Christmas Eve and done ridiculous things like Jamie cycled from Litchfield to Paris to fundraise. And, you know, yeah. and we've kind of had that support and not every young person is fortunate enough to have that. So I think we're quite conscious that, you know, for the same reason that we keep our badges low cost we you know we want to support as many young people as we can because it's about adventure for all yes definitely and actually it's quite nice that you you know you have that on your uh, website quite prominently like if you're buying this badge you're helping young people as well so it's sort of like double edge you're helping your own as well as helping lots of others 
Um, so if someone yeah. did want to apply for this, um, for the trust to maybe get some additional support or funding, how would they go about that? Um, so it's really easy. Just go on to um, the website, which is pawprintfamily.com. Um, and then there is a Pawprint Trust button. Um, and there's also a, um, you know, it's a block at the bottom of every, of every single page. You just click on find out more. Um, and that'll give you a bit of information about who we are, what we do, what we give money for and how we give it, etc. Um, and you just click on the download application form and that's got um, obviously the application form. It's got some guidance notes to try and help you uh, make sure you fill in the, in the information correctly and to the best of your ability um, so that it kind of gives us a good idea and the rest of the trustees that we've got um, to, you know, yeah, give give a good idea about what you actually want the money for and need the money for. Um, the the trust op opened between January and March every single year, um, and then the money will be then funded. Obviously, if you're successful, um, by the end of May, I think is what we say, um, ready for all the kind of the big events that happen over the summer. But it's not just about international as well. Like we 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 definitely want to focus, and we have um, spoken a lot about it recently. Um, to anybody that's asked um, about kind of domestic adventures as well. It's not necessarily yeah. about going to the, the Jamboree or going to, you know, going abroad or to Candlestake, that sort of thing. It A lot of the time there is local events that, that young people really are struggling to get to, even if it's just a, a weekend camp that's 50 miles away. You know, we funded somebody last year or the year before that, that really struggled to get the money for the camp and it was only a few miles down the road but it was clear that they were they were under yeah. a bit of hardship so it's it's important to to not only say that it's international stuff yeah and we funded like community projects as well i think there's like there's a gardening project um not far from gilwell actually that's um being run by a scout group who had like essentially an allotment really to help their young people with their gardening badges so oh, you know they didn't they sort of in an area where people don't have a lot of garden space mm -hmm. so collectively they've created like this community garden so they applied to the trust for um sort of plants and gardening equipment that would then help their young people to learn about like where their food comes from and how things grow and and that kind of badge work element as well which is quite nice yeah well, that's brilliant and it's great to hear that it's so like accepting of everything it's not just oh yes you must do international stuff it's like no just apply you never know what you're going to get. So, yeah, that's really great. Um, now, Paw Print, the Paw Print family isn't just badges, is it? You've got another couple of uh, products you've recently um, launched as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm only chuckling because we've like literally we've launched these new things, which are all about outdoor adventures and getting out exploring <laughs> the UK. And then suddenly we like got launched into lockdown and no one can go anywhere. Um, so yeah, we have, we've just added um, paw print tails and paw print trails and, and re essentially rebranded, I guess we've, we've like our families growing. So the, the business is growing and, and we just want to help provide more adventures for more young people. So paw print trails is like treasure hunt style experiences. So it's 20 odd clues that guide you on a walk around um, a city or a destination. Um, in the UK and then you sort of solve the clues and and gather gather your answers and then you can put them in online there's a badge obviously um to say that you've done it um and then you can um you get entered into a prize draw and there's various other sort of um follow-on activities then I guess that are like associated with the place or the theme of the of the trail 
Um, and then there's Paw Print Tales, which is um, Alfie's adventures. So Alfie, um, Jamie mentioned, is our is our puppy, um, wow. and he has been on lots of adventures. We've got this amazing author um, who writes these stories about Alfie's adventures, and they're like they're aimed at seven to eleven year olds, but they can make really good sort of family reading as well, or you know, sort of in a group. Um, so they're they're really cool and the stories every time we read them we're like we have a little story time in the office <laughs> down tools sit down get a cup of tea and away we go oh that's brilliant <laughs> yeah jamie reads the stories he's like oh the, the next story's in do you want to hear it i'm like yep yeah, okay just bear with me and then we have yeah we have a little story time in the office so they are just as enjoyable for adults as they are for young people <laughs> oh that's great i love i think every office should maybe adopt story time i think we should bring that back that, that'd be yeah. great <laughs> it reminds me of being in primary school, like sitting on the carpet, yeah. with my, you know, with my legs crossed. I don't sit on the carpet just to set the record <laughs> straight. I do sit on my desk chair, but, you know, no, it is great. And like the puppy settles down and it's dead funny because he hears his voice. Like he hears his name and he's like, huh, what? Talking about me? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Um, so I know we've spoken quite a lot about um, paw prints. We've touched a little bit on your scouting and guiding. Um, but how did you both start in scouts and guides i mean i guess so i guess how most most kids start they just want something else to do um that kind of extracurricular um so i started in cubs i didn't start in beavers um and then yeah and then kind of went from there really my mum joined as a as a badge helper as i think quite a lot of people do or did um kind of volunteer and then um yeah and then she kind of followed me up i suppose and she's now off doing various county stuff and regional stuff for scouting so she can kind of go over there um but yeah I kind of stuck in Litchfield and yeah and I'm now doing explorers and have done for well since I turned 18 really yeah a good 10 years and I've been in guiding for forever yeah I joined as a rainbow had a little green uh no we had blue tabards in my unit so yeah it was a little blue blue tabarded rainbow um and then went off to brownies and then yeah my mum got involved as well because you know the brownie unit was gonna close so (laughs) my mum stepped in um and then she helped out at rainbows and then it became like a bit of a family affair then like my dad got roped in every time we did carnival and and yeah, my grandma would like make stuff and and we kind of in our local area at home, it was very family orientated. So we ran a brownie unit then with um like there was like three mums and three daughters. Um and then I went off to guides and I told my mum if she followed me that I would leave. <laughs> like, Do not come to guides, otherwise I'm gonna leave. You know, in that like stroppy teenage phase. Um oh, yeah. and then just became a young leader and ended up staying at Brownies and then did rainbows and then ended up doing rangers um i won't touch guides um they're like the one area i used to be a, a secondary school teacher so i'm like nope they're just like year nine i'm really sorry but i just <laughs> anyone who does scouts and guides they are you know i really really yep. appreciate them um and yeah now i do rangers in litchfield um and have done brownies but at the moment just just rangers which is nice they're my favorites so yeah but I also am a district helper technically with scouting Mm. and we both end up at various events sort of national events and things don't we doing bits helping out and whatnot 
Yeah, I was going to say there ends up being like if you if you do are with someone scouty at home or guiding, you end up just crossing over every section and doing what whatever the other ones are. Oh, you're at camp. Do you need an extra pair of hands? Or uh, it's just assumed you will be. I get that one a lot. Uh. <laughs> yeah, like life just becomes, I think, probably less so for the last couple of years for us because we've kind of had a lot on in terms of like the business and then we we moved and tried to do grown-up stuff like decorating and <laughs> now we're having a baby and that's quite scary in a weird kind of way um but like life just kind of becomes all about scouting and guiding and I guess it's just that like inner thing of helping other people mm. yeah. and I mean other than sort of I suppose the obvious part of paw print badges being very scouty and guidey how do you think actually having that scout and guide background has helped you with your business because I know lots of people um, on the podcast before have spoken about how scouts and guides has helped with their their jobs and their work but to start your own business is a massive jump how do you think scouts and guides have helped you with that oh I guess the I'm the one to blame really for the business <laughs> like it was it's like it, it was kind of like my thing with rangers and I think it is true like scouting and guiding just opens up so many opportunities so I mean I kind of like in in work pinballed really between lots of different jobs Mm. um but it was always kind of the volunteering side of things that got me the jobs so I mean I worked for myself when I came out of uni and kind of ran my own business and then went into teaching um, and moved about within that and ended up weirdly as a business manager which I'm still not sure how that happened Um, but it was again like all of these different skills you know sort of leadership and management and budgeting and all of the different skills that I picked up through guiding and scouting that that got me those jobs and then ultimately I think gave us the the skills to kind of do what we do now yeah I said it better myself (laughs) (laughs) but it has it's prepared as well like you know and we are fortunate we work really well as a team in that I I say well we say that I do the fluffy stuff so I'm like the creative so I design all the badges do the activities everything kind of social media is is me and then Jamie's very analytical and got the numbers brain so he's Mr Sensible and Mr Spreadsheet and he keeps us on the straight and narrow which is I suppose what you need in every business sort of the the two sides of it don't you yeah absolutely yeah we definitely wouldn't have got to where we are in both personal and and business life if if we didn't work together as well as we do so it's good now um okay so i'm just getting this right so you work together you live together and now with lockdown i'm guessing there's quite a lot of time together how do you for those who might be in similar boats or spending more time together than uh, with people at home than normal how do you find some time to maybe do your own thing (laughs) <laughs> that's a very good question um i mean i guess for us lockdown hasn't changed anything like it's still just us two other than like obviously going and seeing family which we we often did um we obviously don't do that anymore um we At still oh, like, yeah, not forever. yeah not forever yeah yeah for the next hopefully only three weeks but i imagine it'll be slightly longer um yes we we still go to work together and we come back together and we still do the same stuff together but i think what we have found is actually just being in the same room and doing different things is okay like so I'll be sat doing a jigsaw or Charlotte will be 
sat doing a, a camp blanket stuff. And even though we're kind of doing our own thing, it's nice to know that actually there is still somebody there. You're not completely isolated by yourself, mm. which I think is, yeah, which is nice. Yeah. And I think keeping a good sense of humour yeah. is is helping a lot. <laughs> like We definitely yeah. have days where we're like, okay, we're getting a bit grouchy you now. Like we just need to lighten the mood a little bit. So we do tend to like stick on some really cheesy music and sing along. Like we had a great showman themed day in the office yesterday. So we listened to that like on repeat and sang along really loudly. And it's great because none of our neighbours are in at the minute. So <laughs> <laughs> you can sing to your heart's content and no one's going to complain. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Oh, brilliant. Well, they have some very good tips to uh, to remember. Be prepared. Um, so, guys, before we uh, finish off, um, so last uh, episode's guest was Tim Kidd, and he asked uh, the question for you guys. Um, how would someone else describe your sense of humour? I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's an interesting question. I think I'm quite, like, basic. <laughs> <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, you like a good dad joke. Don't you? That's yeah. kind of your level. Like, that gets you. Yeah, going. like you can be a bit more sophisticated with your sense of humour, but I am. Yeah, I'm quite. I'm quite basic when it comes to sense of humour. <laughs> I just like a straightforward. Like I still find why did the turkey cross the road? Because it was the chicken's day off. Like I can still <laughs> laugh at that. And yeah, the nacho cheese joke never gets old. Ah, oh, it's a classic. But yeah, Jamie's a bit more. A bit more sophisticated but we laugh a lot at things like yeah. peter k we were just like literally wetting ourselves last night weren't we watching reruns and that's dead sad but you know <laughs> we're not getting out much at the minute so it's, yeah, so it's time to catch up and uh, re-watch things that you love if it gets you through <laughs> yeah um, and I probably should have mentioned this at the start and I realised I didn't. But um, so for our next week's guest, who, well, next episode's guest, um, do you have a question for them? It could be scouty, it could be non-scouty, it could be guidey, non-guidey, whatever you fancy. Oh, um, oh gosh, this one's a hard one, like off the top of my head. I think my question would be, what? is the best skill that you have learnt through scouting or guiding like not necessarily like a practical skill but it could be like something like an, an intangible skill <laughs> what's what's the right word for that? I don't know. but you know like actually I find that scouting and guidance made me quite empathetic more so more recently sort of in my older life but, you know, yeah, I think what yeah. would, what's the best skill that you've learned? Be prepared. Sounds good. Right. Well, thank you so much for speaking. It has actually been really great. And finding out more about you and Poor Prince and how it all started. Um, it's really interesting to find out how these great ideas came about. So uh, thank you so much both for sharing. Thanks no for having us. Time. Um, and before you go, is there anything else that we haven't mentioned that you want to plug? Because any social media stuff, how people can get in touch with you guys? Yeah, um, I guess um, I, I guess it's a bit of a weird one because obviously at the time of recording, we're in lockdown. So we're currently doing um, hashtag a badger day across our social media. So we're sharing loads of activity ideas that don't require sort of 
lots of planning or preparation or equipment um but generally speaking people can find us across social media um at Pawprint family and um, we're on instagram as Pawprint underscore family but you can still find us um just by searching and the website is www.pawprintfamily.com great well we'll make sure we include uh, the links to your social media and stuff in the description as well so people can find you but like i said guys thanks so much for speaking and spending a bit of your saturday having a chat with me it's been lovely getting to know you not a problem at all like i say thanks and, for having us it's all right and congratulations again and hopefully we will speak to you guys soon in the future cheers thanks so I hope you enjoyed listening as much as I did speaking to uh, Charlotte and Jamie. They are absolutely lovely and it's great hearing how scouting has helped them build their enterprise. It's it's brilliant. And the fact that they're so willing to help give back as well, I think that's really, really key and so true of lots of uh, scouts as well and guides. You know, can't forget our guiding friends. <laughs> so yeah, it was really lovely chatting to them and um, yeah, uh, all their hints and tips actually about, you know, how to, how to spend time with our lovely ones while we're all sort of stuck indoors a lot more with them than normal uh, i've been using a lot of their hints and tips as well um and yeah do check out their badges because uh, they are brilliant whether it's you know one of the activities you use or if you decide to go for a whole badge with your young people uh they are great and it's lovely to be able to give your young people an extra badge uh on top of all the ones they get on their uniform it's like hey have an extra one for your badge blanket too and they're really cute and you know who could say no to a cute badge so do check them out all the links to their social media are in the description as always and uh, the link to their website as well um hope you're all keeping well staying safe um few things to point you in the direction of uh, so south london scouting have come up with a at home challenge that was just for the county but it was so good uh, they've opened it up to everyone so do have a look at that um i think i've shared some stuff on social media so you can check it there or if you search for um south london scouts on uh facebook you can find all the details to sign up there um scout selic is still going with his uh daily challenges and activities to do while we are all stuck at home and they are very fun uh can highly recommend his uh pizza recipe um big man in the woods has uh uh, first youtube um scout channel still going he's also got lots of other blogs and vlogs he's doing at the moment if you check out his channel he just released one on um different activities you can do online and yeah definitely pinch some of those from explorers uh, they are definitely good to look at and there is just loads going on with scouting so have a look on social media um, if there's anything you, anyone wants me to promote uh drop me a message and uh let me know and i'll see what i can do all right thanks so much guys stay safe um look after yourselves and we'll speak soon so i hope you enjoyed listening as much as i did speaking to uh charlotte and jamie they are absolutely lovely and it's great hearing how scouting has helped them build their enterprise it's it's brilliant and the fact that they're so willing to help give back as well i think that's really really key and so true of lots of uh scouts as well and guides you know can't forget our guiding friends <laughs> so yeah it was really lovely chatting to them and um yeah uh all their hints and tips actually about you know how to how to spend time with our loved 
soft ones while we're all sort of stuck indoors a lot more with them than normal uh, i've been using a lot of their hints and tips as well um and yeah do check out their badges uh because they are brilliant whether it's you know one of the activities you use or if you decide to go for a whole badge with your young people uh they are great and it's lovely to be able to give your young people an extra badge uh on top of all the ones they get on their uniform it's like hey have an extra one for your badge blanket too and they're really cute and you know who could say no to a cute badge so do check them out all the links to their social media are in the description as always and uh the link to their website as well um hope you're all keeping well staying safe um few things to point you in the direction of uh, so South London Scouting have come up with a at-home challenge that was just for the county, but it was so good. Uh, they've opened it up to everyone. So do have a look at that. Um, I think I've shared some stuff on social media, so you can check it there. Or if you search for um, South London Scouts on uh, Facebook, you can find all the details to sign up there. Um, Scoustelic is still going with his uh, daily challenges and activities to do while we are all stuck at home, and they are very fun. Uh, I can highly recommend his his uh, pizza recipe. Um, Big Man in the Woods has a uh, uh, first YouTube um, scout channel still going. He's also got lots of other blogs and vlogs he's doing at the moment. If you check out his channel, he just released one on um, different activities you can do online. And yeah, definitely pinching some of those from Explorers. Uh, they are definitely good to look at. And there is just loads going on with scouting. So have a look on social media. Um, if there's anything you, anyone wants me to promote, uh, drop me a message and uh, let me know and I'll see what I can do. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Stay safe. Um, look after yourselves and we'll speak soon. Thanks for listening to Wait, You're a Scout with Anna Skipworth. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram at Wait, You're a Scout. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe.